Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Anti-MLM Weekly Roundup. My name is Carrie, and I'm one of the hosts of the show. Unfortunately, Courtney couldn't join us today for the interview, but she will be joining us in an upcoming episode. Before I get into this interview with this YouTuber, I just want to make an announcement. So the last two episodes, we were interviewing Roberta Blevins, who was once with LuLaRoe. She is an, an Americans Against MLMs activist um, and a huge part of our team. And we just would like to announce officially, it's already been on Instagram, but officially here, we would like to announce that Roberta has decided to join us. She is going to be the third co-host of our show. So between Courtney, Roberta, and myself, one, two, or all three of us will be on an episode. We'll most likely take turns interviewing people, but we'll definitely be doing the chill and chat again, like we did the last couple of episodes. Because when you get three anti-MLMers that are pretty knowledgeable in MLMs, I think that it leads to a good conversation. So anyways... Welcome, Roberta. I'm very excited to have you. So for today's episode, I had the privilege of interviewing somebody that I had been watching for a while on YouTube before I got to meet her. She's a friend of Courtney's, and she went a little viral with one of her videos that she did on YouTube called Exposing Unique for the Garbage Company It Is. And when I was looking at getting out of unique i actually came across her video and so i'm really really excited to interview with her today we're going to talk about our opinions of unique her story about her trying unique for the first and only time and we're also going to discuss the drama that is in the youtube beauty community right now because my this youtuber not my youtuber but this youtuber is a drama channel as well. She's a little bit of everything. She has anti-MLM, she has commentary, and she does a little bit of the drama. So without further ado, I hope that you enjoy our interview with Beauty with Ashley. Hi, Ashley. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So unfortunately, Courtney can't join us, just timing and everything. So it's just okay. you and I today. That's fine. Unfortunately, I think I wanted to talk to Courtney too, but it's okay. Things happen. I know. Maybe well, we'll have time. to have you on again so that the three of yeah. us can have a chit chat, especially because you and her have a long history together. Yeah. So yeah. I've just kind of been like a fan in the background. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, you know, I do definitely want to talk to you about an array of things today. But the number one thing is so. A couple of years ago when I was leaving Unique and I had started Googling about Unique Scam and Unique Ripoff and Unique Horrible Makeup, your <laughs> video came up and it was a YouTube video that you made about how garbage they are, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, the most viewed one. A yeah. lot of people do that one. <laughs> a lot of people, yeah, because the the company and the uh, presenters are really good at posting videos to try to hide the videos that are showing how horrible the makeup is mm -hmm. so 
in case our audience hasn't uh, watched your videos before, do you want to kind of do a recap as to your story and what made you make videos on Unique specifically and anti-MLM in general? Yeah, sure. Well, it started a few years ago, actually quite a few years ago now. My MLM experience pretty much started when a friend of mine a while ago, she had just, I, this is before I even like got into makeup at all. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, you gotta try this new, we were getting ready to go out somewhere. And she's like, you have to try this new mascara I got. I found it on like this person sold me on Instagram and da da da. And I was like, sure, whatever. Like, I don't know who crap about makeup. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> so I'm thinking that it's just a mascara, whatever. And I put it on and it's that damn mood, mood struck 3d the 3d (laughs) mascara yeah and then she got the deal where it was like you get two for whatever it was the the i don't know if they do it anymore but you got two tubes for like a certain amount whatever so she gave me one tube and i tried it on and i like the number one argument people have is okay well you didn't put it on right like i'm not stupid i know how to read instructions right like i put it on correctly did what i had to do and everything well that's when a few of those little, like, what do you call them? The little lash fibers fell the into fibers, my eye. The fibers, yeah. Yep. Fell into my eye after it shouldn't have, because I applied it correctly. And I just could not. I was like, this is garbage. That was my first experience with them. <laughs> and my last. And I was like, this is, this is not, like, I don't know makeup, but I know this is not supposed to happen. Like, my right. eyes were burning. My eye was red. It sucked. It was terrible. And so after that, I kind of like started doing my own like research on the brand because I asked her what brand it was. And gradually, as I started to get more and more into makeup and ended up going to cosmetology school and everything, I learned more about makeup and what quality makeup was. And actually, one of the brands that was talked about and warned about in cosmetology school, for me at least, was unique and brand Really? Oh, yeah. And um, my teacher was like, please don't, you know, she's like, they're going to try anything to get your attention and because she's had her own experiences. And from that point on, that's when I really started to really dive into it. And that's when I started to do the unique videos. Like I think like a year after I got out of that school, I started to really get into it. And I knew makeup well enough to know what good makeup was and what bad makeup was. And I was taught that this was bad makeup. And so... I think I actually, the first thing that I'd seen was Elle Bow. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, was her content. And I was like, someone needs to talk about this on YouTube. And that's what happened. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. So that's what it's, that's what it came into basically with my channel was my own experience with their stuff. And then just seeing like the thousands of bad reviews and, people had the, sim- the similar situations as I did with the mascaras and stuff with their eyes getting infected and like fibers being stuck and it's just it's terrible so yeah see and so, I hadn't even heard of any of that while I was a presenter it wasn't yeah. until I started researching it all after it was kind of the unheard of nobody speaks about it nobody talks about it and you know like everybody's saying now there was a lot of toxic positivity so you didn't Mm -hmm. want to bring up bad things anyways or else you might get kicked out of the group chat or they would tell people just unfollow her because she's just being a hater just for asking questions you know 
But yeah. I also, I didn't have any experience with makeup at all when I started with Unique. So when yeah. I started researching, I also found Elbow's blog. And we just had her on a couple of weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found her blog. And then I looked it up on Facebook. I found Courtney's page. And then I looked it up on YouTube. I found yours. And I found an ex-Black Unique presenter who went on to mm-hmm. actually be sued. I don't know if you saw that on YouTube. It was Kara Newton. I think she ended up getting a gag order. And then a year later, she came back with another video and was like, okay, like now the lawsuit's done and whatever. And I was like, what is going on here? So shady. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started looking up the the 3D mascara. I never use it. I tried it once and I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. If it is a five-step process just for me to put lashes on, like, I don't do extensions. I don't even, Mm -hmm. I probably shouldn't even say it, but I wax my eyebrows, like, twice a year. Like, that's it. I am very, like, low-maintenance that way. So, I thought, if I have to put this on a specific way and you have to do it a certain way in order for it to work, and I thought, no, I'm not even doing it. I never even promoted it. Ever. It's Um, not worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it you see and it's funny because like you see like hindsight's always twenty twenty. you look back at all the promotions they do like the pictures and the the selfies they post and their lashes look terrible and like mm-hmm. 99.5% of all the pictures you see they look awful so you for do sure. all this work for that and it's like girl that's not necessary there's so many drugstore mascaras that give you beautiful lashes for a quarter of the price Yeah, honestly. So when I decided to leave, I went and found dupes for because there was only a handful of things that I absolutely loved. And I do the no makeup makeup look every day and literally like practically no makeup makeup look. And so I wanted to find dupes for everything for all of my customers because I felt bad. And I said, you know, Mm -hmm. you can find stuff at a fraction of the price and so I had gone to Sephora for the first time ever because Mm -hmm. I sold unique without even going to Sephora we don't have Ulta here in Canada but so I found dupes and I had found Lash Paradise I think it's by L'Oreal yep that stuff is amazing yeah it actually Mm -hmm. is amazing so I told all of my customers for 10 bucks you can buy this at Shoppers Drug Mart You can Mm -hmm. buy it at any drugstore and you don't have to pay for shipping. You don't have to wait a week for it to come in. Like, go and get it. Buy yourself three of them for the same price as the Epic Mascara, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty eye-opening to me because... I only had ever used, well, I had used Pure Minerals. I guess Mm -hmm. you could say the higher-end drugstore makeup is what I had used before. So when they told me, oh, this is like high quality. This is all high-end luxury makeup. I I believed it because I didn't know any better. Then I I started getting cystic cystic acne from their skincare Mm -hmm. line. And I thought, what the hell is going on here? Mm -hmm. Just awful. It took a long time to get my skin back to like how it was. That's terrible. Oh, it was just awful. You buy that stuff to combat those issues, not cause those issues. So it stinks when... Exactly. Like, it does the exact opposite of what you intended it. Like to, it's what's supposed to do. That's For sure. To do. But so. you know, as a cosmetologist, I should probably shouldn't even tell you this, but prior to unique, I literally never used soap or anything on my face. I just always <laughs> washed my face with warm water. 
And you That's know what? The one thing that I can only say, I can say right now too, is like my, I really mainly went in, it wasn't necessarily for makeup. It was mainly for hair. We like grazed over skincare and things like that. Right. So I personally, I, I believe in washing your face now with obviously facial stuff, but you know, everyone has their methods that work for them and you wouldn't know any different if you've always done that and it's worked for your skin. You know what I mean? Right. And, and honestly, I know, especially with aging, because I'm almost 40, but with aging, you probably should have a better skincare routine for your face. But people think I'm in my 20s and I just use warm water and I don't know, it seems to work for me. So that's what I'm saying. Why not? (laughs) Why change change what works? Yeah. And I, and I only did because people were saying, oh no, you should start using like the uplift beauty oil now you should be using rose water now you should mm-hmm. be using detoxing masks on so I was trying it all and my skin was just getting worse and worse and mm-hmm. I thought screw this I'm not doing any of this no. anymore I'm yeah. done yeah and you're like <laughs> you're not the first person to like that I've heard talk about the skincare especially what was it last year that was it uology came out uh yeah I was out they had announced it literally right as I was leaving I was, I I could not believe the shit I was seeing with people posting. This is oh, you mean everybody saying after everybody saying, oh, I just took the course and I'm now a certified uologist. Oh my god, that's an I, insult, an insult to anyone who has gone through any course, a legitimate educational course for skincare or doing anything what they call estheticians. It's an, yeah. as an insult to estheticians. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. It's disgusting. It. Yeah. And, so, yeah. And, you know, honestly, it was just in the last maybe three months ago, I got booted out of the group chat that I used <laughs> for my old upline. <laughs> but yeah. I, I stayed in it and I was reading and these people are now uologists or whatever. Oh, but they're God. posting in the group chat saying, oh, this customer has this problem. What should I suggest for her? Oh, I thought you were you a freaking uologist. You should know. Why you are you asking know. questions? Exactly. They're co- the so clowns. ridiculous. So ridiculous. It. It's a huge insult. I wish that it was a little more regulated. I know here in Canada you can be a beautician or even a makeup artist without mm-hmm. a license. And I know in the U S you have to have a license, yeah. but here you don't. Wow. So these wild. girls can get away with saying that they're makeup artists in Canada. Sadly. Oh my God. Yeah. It definitely needs to be regulated. How bad it is there with mm-hmm. brands like, is unique still very much prevalent up there or. Yes. Oh, yes. God. So one of my friends who bought a kit from me just mm-hmm. to be a kidnapper, which mm-hmm. was fine at the time. When I left, I did a video and said exactly why I was leaving, how it's a horrible business model, how it is set mm-hmm. up to make you the customer. They mm-hmm. want to convert all your family and, and friends into your downline. And if that's not a viable or sustainable business move to convert Mm -hmm. all of your customers to your downline. If you think about it realistically, this is how I look at it. I was making 25% commission off Mm -hmm. of my customers. If they now become my downline, I make 5% of their sales. So if they were my best customer and now they're selling it and I'm only making 5% off of them, how is that a good move? It's not. Unless you, have thousands, <laughs> unless you have thousands under you. Yeah. 
And, so, and that's what's sad too, is that there's, I wouldn't say so many, but there's more than enough people who are in that, that top tier who just keep, you know, fooling people, putting, adding to their teams, adding to their teams. And it's like, I feel bad because I see a lot of people on Instagram, especially because that's still their main, I feel like that's their main place to get people like attention from people is mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I want so bad to just be like, don't do Cause I see these posts and at this point, people are going to do what they want to do. Like yeah, sure. it's their money. I can't tell them to spend their money, whatever. It's your money yeah. you got to do. But I really wish, like you said, there was a way where this brand can be held accountable for the shit that their representatives are saying and their higher ups, not even their representatives, representatives who are just getting into the game or who may be in there for a few months. They mm-hmm. should know better, but they don't know as much as the higher ups. The higher ups, mm-hmm. they know what they can and cannot do, and they still do it in order mm-hmm. to get their business. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that need to be clocked because that's where I feel like a lot of the problems come in from is the yeah. higher ups who know the loopholes, how to get through, get away with doing shitty things like letting people in their teams post pictures of bruises that they made using unique makeup, you know, advertising. My makeup helps, what is it, sexually abused women? What is your do? That is that especially to me is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Yep. I and agree. I see it all the time. It's gross. It's disrespectful. It's disgusting. Yeah. And that's not how you advertise makeup. That's yeah, gross. I, I agree. I agree. But sadly, that's what they use to reel people in, right? Like I was saying, so my friend that was a kidnapper, I gave all the reasons and everybody knows, all of my friends and family know, I'm an upfront and honest person. So I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not going to say to you that it's all rainbows if it's not. And so they know. And my husband and I owned a business and I was in real estate for almost five years. Like I have a history of business. So if I'm telling my friends and family, listen, this is not a good business move. They're going to listen to me. But my friend, about six months ago, bought another kit to be a kidnapper. And then they convinced her that this could be a great business. So I messaged her because I've been friends with her for 18 years. And I said, oh, I can't believe that you've decided to sell Unique after everything I told you. And she said, well, you know, like she's disabled. And she said, this is a good option for me. I like the makeup and I can work from home and... I said, listen, I'm not going to talk you out of it, obviously. You know what I went through. You know what I've said about the business. If you have any questions, just let me know. And I've noticed I've been following along with her. And I've noticed that she used to go live every day. Then it was every other day and every four days. And recently, I just went and looked. And the last time she posted was July 4th. So I Mm. think that she's, she's learned that because I did warn her, like, listen, you're going to be your best customer and everybody's going to want to support you in the beginning, but that I can't support you. I never did, but I can't support Mm -hmm. you every single month. I might be able to buy a hundred dollars worth of stuff off you this month, but I'm not buying anything off of you after that. And that's why it's not sustainable in the beginning. It's going to look like, Oh my God, everybody is supporting me. And, but you can't ask people to spend a hundred dollars each on you every month to make your business viable right 
right? My yeah, other no, business owner right. friends don't say to me, hey, Carrie, can you come in my shop and buy for me this month because sales have been down? They don't do that. You don't have, that's you that's not have business. To. If it's a legitimate right. business, you know, right. you know, you know how to sell product, but you also know that, especially when it comes to makeup, makeup's not meant to be purchased. I mean, unless you're a hoarder like me, <laughs> like <laughs> it's not meant to be purchased like every few weeks. Once you get a palette, you can use that palette for, you know, a, a, well, up to a year if you right. correctly and safely, but you know, people aren't really out to purchase the product that they have all the time. Like mm-hmm. that's just not how it goes. And mm-hmm. at the end of it, it you just you end up buying more product than you actually can sell because no one wants it. So now you're just sitting on product right. that you can't get rid of because no one's buying because right. everyone already bought from you already for this this time around. And chances are they've probably already found out that this makeup is not worth the money they spent on it. Exactly. And another thing that I warned her about was don't buy everything. Don't listen to them saying you can't sell something unless you show it off. Because that is one thing that they really push is, oh, you have to have everything so that you can showcase it. You can't sell it Mm -hmm. if you don't have it. And I said, don't buy into that. If it's something that you're not going to actually use, never buy it. Right. Because it's if it's something that you're not actually going to use, your customers are also going to know that, and then they're going to see through it. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. Don't mm-hmm. buy the kudos because, honestly, in my personal opinion, and I saw it in the right as from that ex-unique employee, yeah. that they just throw together the kudos for stuff that's going to expire or stuff that's been on the shelf for a while that doesn't sell very well. Wow. And then they throw a hot item in with it. Honestly, if you think about it, What's a good example? So one month they'll do an epic mascara with a pick your eyeshadow color and a, an item that never sells. And then you end up with that product that you're probably not even going to use either. And it's probably been sitting on the shelf for over a year. That's, that's, that's just my honest opinion. That's I don't disgusting. obviously know, but that would be my best guess. For sure. And with everything going on and no products being available with Unique right now. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. They have a pick your own kudos for two, the second month in a row. I'd never seen that before, first of all. And now they're doing it two months in a row. It's because they have nothing that they can actually put together and say, this is a good package and here's a good price on it. They're just being lazy and saying, hey, pick a bunch of stuff and we'll give you a discount. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's that's insane that that it was funny because once Courtney sent me the link showing me, I think it was either you or Courtney showing me how like everything is unavailable. Mm -hmm. I was hoping and praying this was it, but it just it's astonishing to me how people there is so much out there, and I'm, I'm not even myself. Like there is so much content out there that showcases in plain sight how shitty this brand is and how mm-hmm. they how they run their business and people still fall for it they still go for it and it's and but i understand why it's because more than you know all the time it's people that you trust unfortunately or that you love family members close friends getting into this that's right and you want to like you said earlier you want to support them and and do whatever you can to help them but it's like 
at that point, the best thing you could do for that person is just say, listen, this is not the move. This isn't it. You don't right. Do this. Right. And I can't tell you how many, how many times I've had this. And it, it actually, I'm not thinking off topic of unique, but I had a big, big YouTuber come to me privately. And this person was like, what do I, how do I approach this? Because my, my close friend of mine is getting into a brand, a hair brand. I'm not going to oh, say God. Getting into a hair <laughs> brand. And I don't want her to do that. How do I get her to get out of it? And I just, I was like, girl, you just got to be her friend and be like, listen, I am glad that you have this, you know, this desire to own your own business, but this is not you owning your own business. And I don't know what happened. I don't know <laughs> if she's still in that brand, but it's, it's something that a lot of people go through. Like I would have never thought that this person would come to me privately and ask me, how do I get the, this person away from it? Like, it's such a big problem because so many people are getting drawn into this shit. And right. I can't, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Even at my place of work, there are women there who are trying to sell it. And I, I would casually, just very quietly, I don't say anything. I throw away Avon books. I throw away Mary Kay books. I throw away <laughs> Young Living books. Like, it, it is such a plague in my eye. This, I see it as a plague, these MLMs. Yeah, I, I do too. It I do too. Sucks. So maybe that big YouTuber came to you because you have actually been on YouTube for a few years now. Yeah. And you yeah. don't actually just post anti-MLM content. You post an array of content, actually. I, yeah. And I'm here for all of it. I am here. <laughs> Thank you. I am here for all the drama. Yeah. I love the beauty community on YouTube's drama. Like I oh God, love it girl. almost more than anything. It's, <laughs> you know why? Because when I had first signed up with unique, I didn't know anything about makeup. So I was like, well, I better learn. So I ended up watching so much YouTube and mm -hmm. I was obsessed with Toddy Westbrook. She was a big one. I watched her a lot because yeah. she's my age mm -hmm. and she would review products and tell you about products that were not only high end, but were also from the drugstore. Now mm -hmm. she kind of got away from that uh, yeah. about the time that Dramageddon number one was happening. I noticed yeah. she was... I don't want to say bragging, but she was saying, oh, let's see what this $300 Lumiere foundation yeah. is all about. And I'm like, that is not relatable anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I don't know anything about makeup. You're supposed to be teaching me about it. Don't tell me about a $300 foundation that I will <laughs> never try, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. I remember that she was getting, she was catching a lot of heat for that. Like you said, because it's not relatable. People aren't going to go right. and spend a thousand dollars on three products at Sephora. It's just not something that people can do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I had started watching her a little bit less and mm -hmm. a little bit less, but I was watching James Charles and Jeffrey star and, <sighs> you know, I had been yeah. watching them and Shane Dawson. I watched him for <laughs> years before he even was friends with, with yeah. um, Jeffrey star, but then drama yeah. happened and I was like, all right, like what is going on here? Then I started watching all the T channels. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to watch this shit. It really is. Like, it's like a train wreck you can't look away from. Honestly, it really it is. is. Yeah. And being on the inside, like, 
what was funny about Shane Dawson to me I, I, I've always had my reservations about him just because of his content especially in the past I respected him as a creator because obviously he is one of the OGs of YouTube if not the OG of YouTube he was he was YouTube for so so long right but I will never forget the time and I, I spoke about this on, on Twitter actually that Shane when he did, I think it was the TanaCon. Yeah, it was TanaCon. He did oh. that TanaCon series. The document, the yeah. docu-series on Tana yeah. and, uh, Mo. What's it Tana Mojo. Mojo, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did that Problematic series. Tana. Yeah. And <laughs> I I don't remember exactly how I worded it or what I said exa- to be exact, but I had said something on the lines of, Let's go over or let's talk about all the things that Shane did not discuss in this video that he could have, that he should have. Yeah. And he directly responded to me and he's like, let's not, it's cold tea or whatever. And his like thousands of people, like his biggest stands, fans and everything came to like, at first it was them attacking me. And then it was a lot of people who were like, they, they're the stand accounts who have like Shane's picture as their header on Twitter and the profile picture. Of course. a lot of them were coming to my defense and they're like, no, dude, she's right. Well, lo and behold, I think it was that same night, I get a DM from Tana and she's like, hey, Shane sent me to ask you what I what should have been talked about in the series. And I was like, well, isn't that nice? I guess my <laughs> tea wasn't that cold after all. Like, it just... I, yeah. It, to me, this... It's so easy to get wrapped up in because... These are people like that we've, I mean, in my eyes, I've grown up watching a lot of these people, not Tana, obviously, but like Shane Dawson specifically out of everyone. Shane Dawson was on YouTube at its inception. I pretty much, I think that's what it was. Yeah. He's definitely an OG. Yeah. For sure. And so it just, the way everything is kind of evolved and him getting involved with Jeffree Star, who is, ugh. I can't tell you it's something that you know I do enjoy the tea videos I love doing them and everyone likes to watch mm-hmm. them obviously I love are, them they're fun and they're brainless you know what I mean like you don't have to concentrate on it it's just stupid shit but more recently unfortunately that's not been the case so that's true more darker unfortunately but before with when Tati was first getting dragged and everything yeah it, it was a lot it was a lot simpler times back then mm-hmm. but, yeah, it just, I don't know. The, the beauty community, I stand by this. The beauty community has been thriving. It's just that top tier that's been problematic. So. That's I, true. Because if you, you know, if you pay attention to the mess, you're going to see a mess. That's what it is. And that's what Jeffree Star is. That's what Shane Dawson is. That's what, who else? Tati, I'm sorry. We're going to plank on topic here. But Tati's video, I mean, I'm on the fence about her still with her involvement in this whole situation with James Charles and Shane Dawson. But. hmm Mm-hmm. I do miss Tati's old videos. I, I do miss her educational videos because she does bomb makeup. Oh, for sure. I totally She's agree with that. Gorgeous. Absolutely stunning. Honestly, I also miss Tati's videos because I learned so much from her just on doing basic makeup and stuff. Yeah. So I miss her old content too because she was extremely relatable. She wasn't boasting I think the the straw that broke the camel's back with Toddy for me was 
when she was, she started doing a lot of PR videos. What did I get in mm-hmm. PR? And it was almost like she was bragging yeah. about all the free makeup she was getting and all this stuff. And I understand she was doing giveaways and stuff, but it's, I miss the humble toddy. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, and, it does. and then it became all about her hair gummies or whatever, the halo beauty. Oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, okay, here it is. <laughs> this is, and I mean, I'm not like a conspiracy theorist, but I am a pretty intuitive person and I can mm-hmm. tell when somebody has an ulterior motive and I mm-hmm. saw this shift in her and this shift in her content. And I thought she's brewing up something. Every mm-hmm. video I watched, I was like, she's brewing up something. And then all of a sudden it was, you guys, I'm so excited. I mm-hmm. have my own hair pills. And I yep. thought, Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then her beauty blender, that was also a oh, huge wonderful. flop. Yeah. yeah. At, at that mm-hmm. point, I had already unsubscribed. There was drama between, because I'm i an OG person too. I didn't watch any of Shane's older content. Yeah. It was more once he started doing the documentaries and stuff. That's when I mm-hmm. started watching him. Right. Him, Jenna Marbles. I've watched Jenna oh, Marbles Jenna. from so the beginning. Yeah. I'm so sad she's gone, but I'm really mm-hmm. happy that she... I realized that we like went from anti-MLM into <laughs> YouTube drama. It's okay. But, but yeah, I mean, she is an OG. And I watched her goodbye video. And honestly, I shed a tear with her because that was the most sincere apology video that I have ever seen. She was calling herself out on videos that she hadn't even been called out on and was saying, I was a shitty person here for doing that. And I'm sorry. And I want to apologize before people even try to call me out on it. I was a shitty person. And just so you know, I made that video private. And because I've made so many videos private and that's not the person I am anymore, I'm out. Yeah. I yeah, it was it was really sad, but I mean, at the same time, I've been listening to her podcast for a while, and mm-hmm. I really feel like that's just not Jenna anymore—the content she was putting out on YouTube. So yeah. I feel like this was also a reason for her to move on. She's grown from it, I think, and that definitely happens. it happens oh, for sure. I mean, she was young when she started mm-hmm. her channel and was doing that stuff. So now that she's in her thirties and has matured, and sometimes you know the the stupid comedy, I like to call it, I guess, is, yeah. isn't funny anymore when you're in your 30s. Yeah. To yeah. some people. To some people, it, it always will be. Right. But, Not you so know. much. And yeah. It's, yeah. It, it is sad. It is sad to, to see her go. But I want to jump back to the Shane Dawson thing for a second. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> for a second. That's because fine. I do like some of his docuseries. Like, another girl that I used to watch a lot is The Graveyard Girl. Yes. Yep. Okay. So Mm -hmm. then she went MIA and Mm -hmm. she started, when I first started watching her, she was hilarious doing her reviews on as seen on TV products and and everything. And then she did start getting bigger and you can tell when channels are getting bigger, their heads get a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. I see it myself with anti-MLM content sometimes. I see it myself in the beauty community on the, even on the, some of the tea channels, it's just the way that it goes. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And then she went MIA. And then when he did her, the docuseries on her, my heart broke for her for what she goes through. 
But at the same time, the way he portrayed yeah. her video. Did you watch that docuseries? It's been a while. I, didn't, I don't remember a lot of it, but I remember that it was a lot of people were talking about it because it was so, how did people, they were saying but, that they didn't, he didn't really do justice for her. He did enough for her to try to revamp her channel. And, and I remember after his series went up, she tried to kick start it back again. And then she just, it, yes. it, it stopped. It was done. Yeah, she's only been posting, I think, maybe once a month, or it's not consistent at all. But basically, it was a a big tour of her mansion and Mm -hmm. all the amazing things that she has. So it was like, look how rich I am because Mm -hmm. of my YouTube. And then it went straight into all of the issues that she's been personally been dealing with and stuff. So the way that it was constructed was okay, I'm going to show her off, but then now I want to show her vulnerable side and you should feel bad for her, if that makes sense. Shane's way of doing things. Right, and then then there was a whole issue about Starbucks, and yeah, I I just, it it was the way that he had put the the piece together. I, I just miss his old documentaries where he was very unbiased but then he started doing docu-series on his friends and it became very biased that and he just especially after I I noticed a shift in him after Jeffrey came in the picture oh a thousand percent and a thousand percent he changed oh yeah and I I feel like (laughs) I don't want to blame Jeffree Star for Shane being a shitty person because Shane's always been a shitty person for the most part. Mm-hmm. When you look back at the content that when we were, when I was a kid, at least, like, it, it, the, I can understand on some ends how people are like, you know, that was the comedy back then. But then again, I didn't find that funny back then. That's, that's the whole reason why for a long time I didn't watch him because it still was weird even then for me. Yeah. Like, it just wasn't okay. It wasn't funny. And uh, and I was younger than he was. I was like, what, 20, 2005 YouTube started. I want to say I discovered Shane around 2000. I want to say 2010 was when I first started watching a lot of his content, I think. Oh, that makes sense. Like and, 10 years ago. Yeah. And I remember just, it was a friend of mine showed me his channel initially and she explained who he was, and he's like, yeah, she's been on this channel for for years and years and years since it started and everything, and I was like, cool, whatever. And it just wasn't funny to me. Mm-hmm. And so now when he's being called out for all this shit, it's like, okay, well, it's about damn time, because, you know, he's been kind of just sitting on this shit for how long, and selling, making money off t-shirts with Shanene and Blackface and whatever. It's It's been talked about a thousand times, but yeah. Shane definitely there was a shift in Shane who, who he was as a person when Jeffrey came in the scene. And it was almost like he found someone who was just like him. That's how I took it. Oh, that's a, that's a really good viewpoint. I That's what, because it just, how fast they became so close. Mm-hmm. They always say, you know, you meet your twin flame, whether it be a friend or a romantic relationship, whatever. It's like you've known each other your entire life and you click instantly. And it's like, it's like nothing. That's what I saw for those two. And even still, they're still close friends. So to me, Mm -hmm. it was like two people who were both kind of, not even kind of, who were both shitty 
coming together and be like, you know what? We should be shitty together. And that's how it was to me. That's yeah. how I saw it. So, yeah. but yeah, once Jeffrey came in the picture, it was like, oh, like he just, there was a noticeable shift in who he was as a person. I noticed mm-hmm. he was becoming a lot more, how do I say this without being asshole-ish, but I guess no matter what I say, <laughs> it's going to be asshole-ish. He became more, a little too proud of, of, yeah. of himself, it seemed yeah. like, and his stuff. Like, the poor me, I'm poor compared to Jeffree Star thing, that was hilarious to watch because you are a multimillionaire in your own right. You mean, YouTube yeah. is is your job. YouTube literally is in the palm of your hands. Susan, yeah. what you I find it kind of is. annoying. I, I find it kind of annoying when um, millionaire millionaires in general are like oh i'm so poor look at i have to wear this ripped t-shirt because i'm so poor don't even try to don't even try to say that you're poor okay (laughs) i understand your mortgage is higher yeah yeah come on you know come on so i just and and then now recently with everything going on being I'm not a drama channel. I haven't been in a very long time. I tried the whole drama channel thing and it just wasn't for me. You have to be on Twitter 24-7 and with a one-year-old, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> and a full-time job on top of that. So it's like, I don't have time for that shit anymore. But as a commentary channel, watching this whole thing unfold with him and Jeffrey, it's been so interesting. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up too is didn't Tati at one point advertise an MLM? What was it? Was it Monat? I'm pretty no. sure she advertised something. She did. It was, it was makeup. I can't remember what it was, oh but I remember it being, people were sending me screenshots and. She did. How it? can I not remember this? It was just like two years ago. Yeah. I can't remember. It was, what it was just as I was getting out and I didn't even know that it was an MLM. And then I saw her getting dragged for was it. Was it Lime Life? No. No. I can't Shit. remember what it was. But I remember that was another that was another big shift in Tati for me was watching her sit there and talk so highly of an MLM brand. I was yeah. like, uh, can we not? Yeah. Because you know, all of that happened. So she did that. She promoted or did a review on an MLM brand and then mm-hmm. that I can't for the life of me remember right now. And then she got dragged for it. And then it was like shortly after that that the whole drama getting came out about sponsored ads and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was yep. like, are you kidding me? The sponsorships and them not disclosing mm-hmm. it. And it just, honestly, I felt gutted and mm-hmm. I did not believe a single thing that any beauty channel on YouTube had ever said about a product before. It made yep. me dub- second guess all of them that it's no matter too. what went in front of the screen, it was promoted because it was being sponsored. It's money. It's how it's yeah. different. Which, whatever. I, like, get your bag, but be honest about it. That's the only thing. Just be I honest have. about it. Absolutely. I mean, I've never, ever been one to be, like, on Instagram and be like, oh, my God, where did she get her hat from? Or, mm-hmm. oh, my God, look at her makeup is on fire. I just, I need to know what foundation that was. Or I need to know what eyeshadow. I, I've just never been like that. Yeah. But when it came to YouTube and I was watching these videos and they talk about their life and they are telling me about these products and how good they are for their skin and how it's a reasonable price and how it's good for most 
skin types, I'm listening because I'm learning and yeah. I'm trusting you because you're telling me about your life and you're making, you're making this personal. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. So I felt betrayed. I honestly did. And that's when I slowly like backed off from even watching any of the beauty community. I only watch mm -hmm. it now for entertainment purposes, for the drama of, of the bigger and channels. And that's what it, that's what it's become too. It's so sad. It's like, and that's something that I've, I've tried to say on Twitter was like, there's so much more to the beauty community than just the drama in the top tier. There are a lot of stupidly talented people. Like it's ungodly yeah. how good these people are. But because they're not hitting that million mark and up, they're not getting that attention because obviously, like you said, and I acknowledge it too, when you know there's drama happening, the minute he put, Jeffree Star put his video up last week or whatever the hell it was, I watched that. I, I turned off my video, whatever I was watching before that, I watched that. And that's just, that's just the way it is, you know? Good news. Yeah, I didn't watch it because I don't even want to give him the view. Oh, it was stupid. <laughs> I ended up watching all like the tea spill and all yeah. of the drama channels that covered yeah. it. And they kind of did the snippets, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't trust a lot of them, to be honest. Just <laughs> well, because a no. lot of them are in his back pocket. So, well, I watched one where the girl said that she inadvertently was in his back pocket. And I was like, what? Oh, Ashley Kyle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I was like, what is going yep. on here? Yep. See, it's so deceptive on the internet. It doesn't even mm -hmm. matter if it's an MLM. Like, it doesn't even matter. People are just deceptive because they're out for money. Yeah. Money hungry people. Yeah. You know, I would rather go to Shoppers Drug Mart, which is like a drug. It's like your guys' Walgreens here. Walgreens, Yeah. And I would rather go to Shoppers Drug Mart and ask them in the in the cosmetic section for beauty advice yeah. than to go on Instagram and ask an influencer for beauty advice. Yeah. Honestly. I, I share the same Be views. Yeah, because the first thing that they're going to tell me is go to this website and use code whatever for a discount. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Swipe up. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what it really, is now. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I feel like between MLMs and affiliate links, it's just like social media has been overrun. Yeah. Between the two. I agree. It's just a social advertisement. I don't it's know. One, at this yeah, point. The internet is one big advertisement now because people, yeah. I mean, it's, I'll tell you something. I, I can admit I made good money I mean, not as much as, you know, Ashley Kyle talked about in her video at all. By any means, but I was making good enough money where I could pay my bills and live comfortably off my TV videos. I yeah. did that. I did for a while there, but at the end of the day, it's just not worth it to me because no. it's so it's time consuming. Not to mention, you like you have to like I said earlier, you have to be on your phone like twenty four seven and catch everything as soon as it happens, like. The minute Jeffree Star takes a shit, you need to be you need to be able to like report on it. That's how yeah. That's how it is. Because it's um, always a race for who can get it out first, right? right? Yeah, that's what it is. So, but uh, but that's like all content I think on like YouTube oh, yeah. or yeah any yep anything yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, going back, what was I? Gonna, oh, the other big thing that I want to talk about too is it kind of coincides with what we're talking about 
you were talking about how unique now is doing that thing where you can build your own kudos box or whatever. Now they're advertising it as a subscription, isn't it? Oh, like a beauty box, actually, not a subscription. Oh, the beauty so box. their beauty box is the presenter's kit. Yeah. The startup it's, kit. Yeah. yeah. I hate that. Yep. That's what they're calling like, oh, get our beauty box. And I put together, oh, that's the one that I hate the most is when they say, I put together all of these products for you for $99 and it's $400 worth of product, but just for you, yeah. come off of it. That's yeah. the presenter's kit. You know, yeah. I saw Courtney posted on Facebook not that long ago and it mm-hmm. was reviews from the Better Business Bureau. And this one lady was saying that she found somebody on Instagram. She said, okay, look, I want to get this. Did you see it? And then I said, they asked for my social security number. I didn't understand what was going on. She sold her, she sold her a presenter's kit and signed her up. And she said specifically, I do not want to be signed up to sell this stuff. And she signed her up anyways. I wish that's ridiculous. And so deceptive report them. Oh, I know. Honestly, that's what I do every night. I just scroll through Instagram and report people. (laughs) I, mean, that's what I, I do. Doing. I, I seriously do. There's probably hundreds. She's this poor woman's probably not the only one who like had that same situation. Like, there has to be at least thousands of people who have the same situation happen to them. And it's Absolutely. Like, this is the shit that makes that makes your business. On, I mean, that's this is just one part of it. This is just a drop in the fucking ocean compared to the rest of the shit this this, this company does that makes them shitty. Yeah. But like, oh. You're shitty. Like you, what you're allowing your presenters to do to people is shitty. Just throw the whole brand away in the fucking dumpster at this point. Like <laughs> I just, I I think about that happening. That's the big reason why I'm so anti MLM. Is like I cannot stand watching people get taken advantage of. And me too. It it honestly, I know I may not know these people. They may just be random ass people that I'll never ever meet in my entire life. But when I hear stories like that, it burns my balls to a crisp. I can't mm-hmm. stand it. And I can't stand that brand to get away with it. And for it just, for so long, Unique and its representatives have gotten away with all this, this shitty behavior just because they have money to sue whoever the fuck they want. As we know, Derek is very legal happy. He likes to he is, but you know what? Recently, so back in March, uh, back in March, they sued a black status level two had mm-hmm. left and they sued her. So they were going through the proceedings, but just, I think it was, I want to say, I, I shouldn't quote the date, but I believe it was like June 11th. Yeah. They actually dissolved their their lawsuit against her (laughs) and I was like that's interesting but the the so part of the lawsuit was that she went to another MLM which she did and it states Mm -hmm. right in the agreement that they're not allowed to promote another MLM for 12 months following on their social media that they sold unique with like at all so she was promoting this other MLM so they sued her okay it is in the contract but I noticed that two other top, top, top leaders are, even now, they're still selling Prove It, that other MLM, you know, the one with the keto, uh, There's more? ketones, ketones or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. I have never heard of them. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's horrible. I have a friend in it and it's just awful. But so anyways, I noticed they're both selling prove it and they're both advertising it on their pages. So I filed a complaint with compliance and, and I said, <laughs> and then on Instagram, I called them out and, and I tagged unique corporate and I tagged the one presenter and said, so this person is allowed to sell prove it, but you're still suing Brie Richardson. I said, are you going to drop your lawsuit against her then? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you collected it. Like a month later, they actually, they ended up dropping the lawsuit, but I think wow. that it's because there's something else going on with unique because like you said, they are law happy. They are really, really quick to start a lawsuit. So, but it's just like, dude like what and it's like at that point what's to stop that person like say I'm a black status and I leave the company and I'm like okay well I can't use this Instagram so I'll use another one yeah they can there's loopholes there is loopholes but those followers aren't on the new Instagram that's true that is true but there's ways to be like you know what guys if you support me, support me in this other brand and make your way over here. Like mm-hmm. obviously not everyone's going to, but it's so funny how these brands operate and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it is it's, funny. It, I, I cannot wait for the day that I hear that unique is going under or any MLM brand for that matter. Well, now another one. Do you I, think I that, do you think that unique is going under with I have a things feeling. that have been going on lately? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling. I'm putting it at, you know, manifestation works, girl. I believe in that shit. <laughs> Unique is going under. I'm saying it now. They're going out of business. They will. I'm tired yeah. of it. And you know what? It, this is just the beginning, watching all their stuff be out of stock. Like, it's it. this is, they, they can pull whoever the fuck they want and in place of whoever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to save this brand at this point. Because if you have no product, people aren't going to be buying things. And they know that you have no product. So why they're not going to wait around for you to get product again, unless they're stupid. Mm-hmm. Which, unfortunately, a lot of the people who sell unique are like, sorry, like, I, I guess it's mean for me to say that, but I've had so many interactions with so many presenters, and the shit that they tell me in defense of that brand is hilarious. I've had one person tell me, this brand saved me from, what was it? Uh, I, I, oh, it was a divorce. I was in the middle of a divorce, and this brand got me out of it. What? I doubt that. What? It's makeup. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, oh, is it the sisterhood? Her the sisterhood that she had. Well, uh, yeah. The sisterhood yeah. that only lasts as long as you're in the in and unique as a presenter. That's right. And then the minute you're out of it, like who the fuck are you? I don't know who you are anymore. Yeah, you exactly. Don't benefit us. Yeah, that sisterhood. Yeah, I don't bless, know, but it just bless and release. That's what they say. Bless and release. Yeah. That's what my old upline said. Yeah. If somebody leaves or if somebody doesn't agree with what you're doing, just bless and release and like bless and shove it up your ass. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's it's just so frustrating sometimes to see that. But I do find it interesting that so many black statuses have left since the beginning of the year. I've never seen so many top people leave in a six month span. Yep. It's, it's yep. crazy to me and how they all have almost the same 
speeches are leaving. Oh, the company is just fabulous, but it's just time for yep. me to move on. You've all decided that this the, the company's so fabulous that you need to leave it right now. Why? Why are you and leaving you it right now? And you happen to have the same verbiage in your in your you know going away speech. Exactly. The Almost the same format. Exactly. Almost like it was written for them. You know, and I honestly I think okay, this is my prediction. Mm-hmm. My prediction is that Daddy Derek has given a heads up to the tippity top leaders. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm talking the point zero one percent, the black yeah. status level ones, level twos, yeah. and maybe that has trickled down to some of their regular black status friends, but I think that it has, the word has gotten out that they're either liquidating and closing or they are liquidating and selling. So people are Mm -hmm. choosing to go to a different MLM or to start their own businesses and move on now before, before, yeah, because if they're closing, it looks, it looks worse to say, oh, well, the last MLM I was with closed it looks worse to say that than to say oh it was just time for me to move on and I just love this new company so much I just I needed to move on with them right now yeah you know what I mean no yeah so and some have quit and haven't even said anything and I can't say for certain that they have left but there is one black status level one that I follow her link doesn't work anymore. She's no longer listed on the website as a black status level one. Mm-hmm. And I've asked her and she will not answer. I believe well, Courtney asked her and she blocked her. So she's just <laughs> not even, she's not even talking about it. So, well, I mean. Silence speaks volumes. Oh, so. absolutely. It does. I even asked on her page and one of her followers was like, I don't think so. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> She hasn't promoted it on her page for a long time. She sells other obvious. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just I'm just waiting for that convention's coming up and I really think that there's oh going to be some God, big announcement. It. Yeah, I'm I'm here for I it. I forgot about it. The cult meeting. Yeah. The cult meeting. Well, it's virtual this year. But we'll we'll see because they're out in Utah where the fuck they hold this shit. Yeah. And I've seen videos upon videos upon videos of all these people who you know they're all part of MLMs. We're not wearing masks, okay, bitch. Well, guess oh. what? Guess what? You about to get bit by the dog. Yeah, I'm gonna be happy about it. So guess what? I I would not be surprised if they say it's virtual, but they have little parties. You know what I mean? Like, well, I did see, I have seen that there some people, some teams are trying to get together to have like little get togethers so that they can watch the virtual convention together. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is where it begins, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Soon you'll see Utah is in a state of emergency. Yeah. No one can do what they're supposed to do. But you know, like I said. Natural selection run its course. Unfortunately, if you listen, if you want to play stupid games, guess what? Be prepared for stupid prizes. That's right. It's gonna get you. I completely agree. But anyways, I should probably finish this off because we've been chatting for almost an hour now, and it's been really, really nice. It has been. I agree. Yeah. Well, I'll 
Definitely. We are going to have to have you on here again when Courtney's free as well. And we actually have a new co-host that I don't know if I'm allowed to announce it. I think we're going to do an official announcement. So I'll wait for that. But, (laughs) but definitely maybe the next episode we can all get together and chit chat everything. Anti-MLM makeup. She's also, she's a hairdresser and a makeup Mm. artist. So yeah, Mm -hmm. it should be good then. Yeah. Well, thanks (laughs) so much for being on our show. And why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? Well, you can find me on YouTube at beauty with Ashley, B-E-A-U-T-E-A with Ashley. On Twitter, it's the same, same thing. On Instagram, it's the same thing. So it's all the same. Beauty with Ashley across all platforms. So it's pretty easy to find me. Awesome. And I'll, I'll obviously put this in the description uh, when I post it on my IG. Awesome. Yay. Okay. Well, thanks for being <laughs> on the show. And I will chat to Thank you soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you for okay. having me. No Talk problem. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye.